For episode 98, we're opening something pretty special. Lagavulin, the distiller's edition. 2002 distillation finished in Pedro Jimenez casks. Yep, we've been saving this one for the completion of our time at Abbey Road Studios. So, time to crack on with it. But, good news everyone, we also have a whiskey candle update. And why not watch a trailer for this podcast on your favourite podcast platform? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's nothing like watching a trailer after you see, after, after you've, you've actually them, watched the release. Yeah, well, yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly, yeah. At Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And review our trailers over on your favourite podcast platform, please. Uh, any any kind of rating will do us a flavour. Thank you. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Any type of rating <laughs> will do. <laughs> Five stars makes our dreams come true. <laughs> Yes, we're going. Welcome to episode 98. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Mate. Good year, 98. 98. Good year. (laughs) Was there a World Cup in 98? It was, wasn't it? It was. France. Mm. France, 98. First game was England versus Tunisia for us. Oh. I think it was a one-all draw. There we go. I may have that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter. No one cares or knows. How are you, man? Not bad, mate. Not bad. How are you doing? I'm all right. Well, I've been with you all week. It's weird asking. Yeah. That so, really, how are you? No, yeah, let's yeah. talk and about it. How's yeah. your sleep? Yeah, I was good. Yeah. You had a good bed last night. Nick and I, Nick and I are living together at the moment and uh, have been for the last three weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time we've been on our own the last yeah. two nights. Well, it's been nice. Yeah. It's been nice. It's been quiet, hasn't Old it? fashions been have been around. had. <laughs> Old fashions have been had. Uh, yeah. Uh, Since Danny left, it's been a lot quieter. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Calmer. Karma, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good or bad. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but no, it's weird though. We're like, it's quiet without Danny around. So we played Danny Groff's album last night. No, we did. Well, both of them. Oh, both, did we? <laughs> yeah, we did both of them. Okay. The last time short. Uh, we're coming to you from uh, Shabby Road Studios. Shabby Road Studio 1A. 1A. <laughs> um, Overdub Central. <laughs> yeah, this is where we've been living while we've been making the album at Abbey Road, which is all over now. It's all over. It's been an emotional week. Mm. But it was good. We made, I couldn't be happy with what we did. Uh, the experience I think we all had. Uh, do you know what Adam said to me as he left? No. He said, uh, this is the What's thing. What's next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He said, uh, this is the, the thing I'm going to be smiling about on my deathbed. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's quite a statement, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's quite a statement. I hope he does something else. <laughs> Oh, cheers, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't want it to be soon. I want him to feel like he can top it. Okay. You know, he's got a long time left, hopefully. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. it's probably going to be quite a while before it comes out, so uh, we won't talk about it too much. No, 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 no. But it was good. It was fun. It was amazing. It was everything I wanted before. It was everything I wanted and more. It was, yeah, it was fun to watch. I was taking photographs mainly. You had a very different experience to everyone else. I did have a very different experience. Yeah, photographing it and videoing it. So I wasn't like in the creative space, as it were. But, uh, and also a lot of the time I couldn't hear what people were talking about because I was in the live room. And if someone's recording in the live, in in the main room, as it were, um, they have cans on, headphones, and they can talk to the people up in the, in the uh, booth. I don't hear any of that. So I just hear <laughs> laughter. And then people, a, a witty quip, 
or a little which comes from Danny or something up in the booth and I'm like everyone starts laughing I'm like what's going on <laughs> what is going on I've just missed that joke <clears throat> so lonely I was lonely <laughs> but never mind I played a bit of guitar did a bit of the other thank you for that oh, no well yeah we, we very cleverly got you to perform on a song called Photograph <laughs> Yeah, the most I do is on a song called Photograph. I don't know when Danny meant that. I don't think that was intentional at all, but no. we we laughed about it last night when we realised it. Yeah. Um, there we go. So uh, the one thing I will say is the staff at Abbey Road were all absolutely wonderful. The, the guys that uh, were working directly with us and all the runners and everything, everyone just had a smile on their face the whole time. Yeah. It's a great place to be. Yeah, it is. Um, um, which was really refreshing. Not that I've been in many places where that isn't the case. Everyone was super lovely. And um, also, we had a couple of Formula One fans in the studio with us, which was lovely as well, didn't we? We didn't know, did we? No. Until, like, well, we'd finished. Neil, the assistant engineer. Oh, yeah, we knew, I knew he was. And then Will, our engineer, who doesn't work at Abbey Road, but we hired, hired him, but we yeah. hadn't met him. He was recommended to me. Not only a Formula One fan, but a whiskey drinker. Yeah. So uh, I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll get him, Will Purton, I'm sure we'll get him on it sometime. That'd be good. Yeah, that was a nice little surprise, that. Whiskey drinker and Formula One. We found out in one evening. Yeah. One was of that us. last night? One of us. Uh, night before. Wednesday night was. Oh, I'm losing track. What day is it? Friday. It's Friday today, everyone. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Alas, that's uh, how we are at the moment. <laughs> I've lost track of time. And I'm like, when's this coming out? Wednesday. Right. So this is last Friday. Fantastic. Right. Nick, if you're listening to this, this was last Friday. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when you're editing it. Maybe Monday or Tuesday. This was done on Friday. It comes out on Wednesday, Nick. To so get a rig along. Wednesday. And listen to it before you put it out this time. Not like last week. It was fine. But uh, it's the first time I'd ever posted one of these and not listened to it through after uh, editing it. So there we go. Wow. Anyway, there's a little insight in for you. Yeah. Right, we've got a lovely bottle sitting in front of us. We do, we do. I think, I we think you should get... Uh, into it. Hit a sting. What are we looking at, Nick? This is a special bottle, isn't it? We've been waiting to open this for a while. Hang on, Nick. It's my turn. You took it back. <laughs> you took it from me for one week. I'm oh, taking it you, back. You were, uh, you were driving the bus last week. This week's horse. Lagavulin, the distillers edition, double Mm. matured uh, Pedro Jimenez finish. They don't use the word finish at all. Don't they? No, I don't think so. They just say double matured. What year was this, the the distillers edition? They do a yearly one. Yeah. Annually. That's why I asked what year it was. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm just telling our listeners. Yeah, yeah, which is fair enough. Um, this one was distilled in 2002. Oh, right. Okay, it came nice. out. It's bottled in 2018. So we've got a 16-year, um, like their main bog, st- not bog that- standard. Yeah. But it's actually like one of my favourite whiskeys. It's the 16-year. Oh, is it 16? Yeah. The Offerman was 13, right? Offerman was 11. 11, okay. Finished in Guinness casks. Now this one, now it's weird because I've been doing a bit of research on this. This one, uh, bottled, sorry, distilled 2002, bottled 2018. You've got a 16 year. The ones they've been in recently, uh, the 2005 edition, bottled in 2020. It's only 15. 15 years. And the 2006 edition, bottled in 2021. 15 again. Well, maybe it's ready. If it's ready, it's ready. If it's ready, it's ready. It doesn't matter, go. does it? It doesn't matter. 
Um, I just thought it was interesting that they uh, kind of uh, dropped the age. Slightly. I'm looking forward to trying one of those as well at some point and see if we notice the difference. Yeah, I doubt we will. But I doubt we will. I doubt we will. <laughs> but yeah, so, so the, we're talking ex-bourbon casks for most of its maturation and then finished in Pedro Jimenez casks for about three months. And is the, the normal Laguflin, mm. is that finished in anything? No. Right, so that's that. It's definitely nice different. PT, full maturation, bish bash bosh, ex-bourbon, I reckon. Um, if you want to listen, we tried the normal Lagavulin 16 back in episode eight. Eight? Eight. 90 episodes ago. Wow. That worked out well. Oh, it did work out well. Yeah. That was easy maths for me there. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I didn't even think about maths. I'm, I'm checked out. Oh, wow. Here we go. 78. Is that 20 episodes ago, Dave? Yeah. We did the Nick Offerman 11-year-old. So what is it with eight and Lagavulin? They do an eight-year-old. We should get an eight-year-old for a show. I bet a peaty little number. 108. You reckon? <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's one of my uh, one of my favourite drops. So let's have a little pour. Do you want to do the honours? Sure, sure bottle. I've I've got well, one. Well, we home, both have isn't... a bottle of this, don't yeah. we? This was a gift from our friend. Rish. Rish. Oh, that sounded good in the mic. That was a good squeak, wasn't yeah, it? it was. Should we do that again? Yeah, go for it. Replay. Oh, the payoff was good. It's a great squeak. Oh, as soon as you open it, you get that Lagavulin smell. Oh, wow. Sorry, I just had to lick my finger. It, it was, isn't it? It's that yeah. Lagavulin straight was, away, the smell. And this cork, I think, is too too big for the bottle. It's better, <laughs> better it's than the other It's a little bit way. big, yeah. I mean, just even get it back in. It's a push. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I mean, it's, it just smells like... If you were to ask me what it smells like, I would say Lagavulin. Yeah. From Isla, of course. Of course, everyone. We've done it three times. This is our third leg of Ulin. Oh. It smells great, doesn't it? 100% malted barley. Double distillation. This one's 43% ABV. Our batch number is 4-507. It has LGV, or is that 1GV on the label? I can never read it right. L. It's definitely an L. L. LGV. It's obviously short for leg of Ulin, isn't it? I, yeah, you're right. I was trying to work out what it was. That does make sense, but it says like a above it. Anyway, it's a lovely bottle, this. I like what they've done with it. Mm. Where there's the kind of oval sticker above the main sticker on the normal bottling, they've removed that and they've replaced it with this lovely little metallic motif. It's a little logo. Lagavulin Distillery and Distiller's Edition in uh, metallic writing as well. And it looks really smart. Um, our bottle is engraved. Thank you, Rish. Rish with Whiskey and Things podcast and uh, names of people involved. Martin McFly, what happened to him? He got called back. Yeah. <laughs> What's his My name? My name is Marty. <laughs> yeah, people have just started listening going, what are they what talking about? What the hell about? are you on about? But yeah. Oh, but, lockdown one and Nick's friend. <laughs> yes. My only friend was a fly. Uh, that was a traumatic time. So I'm trying to, as I said, when I opened it up, I just said it smelled like Lagavulin because it does, right? So now I'm trying to break down what I think that smells like. Mm. And I'm getting like this apricot, almost uh, an apple, like some orchard fruit. Or, is it orchard or orchid? Orchid fruits, orchid isn't fruits, it? Orchid fruits, yeah. Orchid fruits in there. Like it reminds me of an apricot yogurt. Yeah, I'm picking up the apricot. You've obviously got that medicinal peat. But, but it's, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anywhere near as medicinal as... The regular... Or, or yeah, or that, or things like um, Lafroig. I think I, I've always preferred the Lagavulin peatiness to other peaty whiskies. Mm. But yeah, really fruity actually. When you get when you get on the nose, 
Shall we? Shall we? Oh, shall we? Oh, should we do a proper good sound? So I'm I'm going to predict what's going to happen here, Nick. I'm going to enjoy the second sip more. Right, once it's settled in. Yeah, because that tends to be my way with peaty whiskies. My my mouth acclimatizes to the peat, mm. and then all the other flavors come out. Oh, because I, I Lagavulin to me when you first have it is more smoky than medicinal. Yeah. And this has done that as well. It's a, sm- a hit of cigar smoke as you have that first sip. And there it is. Second sip. Suddenly, the creaminess is coming through. That is lovely. The smokiness isn't overpowering. It's no. It's just right. It's like a, uh, you know, it's just right. Like a eight out of ten Bloody Mary <laughs> in spiciness, <laughs> I reckon. There's a black pepper vibe in there, though, isn't there, for sure. Mm. You know, the, the, the smoke and blending with the, with the other elements of this create this very peppery spiciness on the mouth it's just lovely mate it's just lovely it's just a good drop mm. nicer than normal Lagavulin normal. I'd have to AB the, them the, 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 the core range it's got it's got fruity more of a fruitiness to it it definitely does doesn't it more of a yeah um, which would make sense dry fruit with, yeah. with the with the Pedro Jimenez with the Pedro Jimenez Pedro Jimenez PX so yeah, about three months. It's not much, but... Does enough. Does enough. I'm surprised this has colouring. No way! Yeah, that surprised me. But it's a Diageo thing and they're trying to make them consistent. That's mainly... Even on a release like this? Yeah, I know. I got that off, uh, I think, the Whiskey Exchange. It's it on there. But, you know. That is interesting. Kind of disappointed by that. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. We've talked a bit about the bottle. Comes with a nice box. Some nice kind of green marbling. I do like the packaging of this. That looks a bit more special than the regular mm. bottling, doesn't it? It does. It really does. It's saying on the box we should get a grape thing. We should get a grape thing? Yeah. It's just something about grapes. You pulled the box away as I was reading it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You weren't, <laughs> It was half a mile away from you. I was reading it. All right, you read it then. Go on then. <laughs> Pick it up. That's it. <laughs> I'll wow. just leave it where it was. Uh, sun-dried grape sweetness. Sun-dried grapes. Mm. That a raisin. A bit of raisin in there. I think I am getting that. On the finish, I'm getting that grapiness. Anyway, good drop. It's a very good drop. So what makes it... The, talk, talk to me about what it means, the distiller's edition. Do you know that? Is it just an, a special release or... Well, the name... There's a name on the box they put on there. Um, the signature of... Mackie and Son. Apparently, I see that name on the box, yeah. Yeah, um, who brought the distillery to fame, apparently. So maybe that's kind of, it's in honour of, of Mr. Mackie. Or Mackay. I wouldn't, this is M-A-C-K-I-E. Mackie. Yes, a Mackie, isn't it? Like the mixers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like the mixers. It's done a bit of Googling, everyone. Peter Mackie. Okay. Do you remember ages ago we were talking about there was a bit of a water war oh, between yeah. Lafroig and I do remember him. He was involved in that. Oh, was he now? Yes. Um, where are we? He was a blender, I think, um, in the mid-1880s, with Lagavulin at its heart. Where are we? And he registered the White Horse brand in 1891, etc. But... As well as his association with Lagavulin, Peter Mackey also acted as a sales agent for nearby Lefroig. Oh. Uh, when he lost his role due to a disagreement over water rights. Right. Uh, he decided to make his own version of Lefroig. 
Um, accordingly, he constructed the small distillery named Malt Mill within the Lagavulin site, poached Lefroy's staff to run it uh, for him, and firing the stills using only peat. So he's, he's involved in all that. Nice. Mackey's White Horse Cellar, Scotch whiskey. So this is where the Mackey name comes from on the side of this box. So he's a nice restless and- Peter Mackey. Right. Well, I've just done some research because what's a podcast about a bit of research? Uh, okay, so according to Diageo, who they own, yep, they Gavun, own Lagavulin. Uh, the distiller's range is picked annually to be bottled as the year of distillation and not a specific age, which answers our question uh, about, about f- 16, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, the casts are chosen for their flavour profile to honour that year of distillation. Therefore, the age of the liquid in the bottle could vary from year to year. By bottling as distilled year allows the distiller's edition range to become a collectible item. So it looks like they just they've just got a special release. They've called it distiller's edition. Yeah, and they want it to become a collectible. Yeah, well, that kind of fits in with the fact there's a lot of price fluctuations between years. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Yes, as well. For example, um, I'm just going by whiskey exchange prices on these two. The 2005 edition bottled in 2020 is 99.95. The 2006 is 89.95. This bottle, I think it was a master of malt for 81.25 around that. But now like um, it's going for about 115 pounds on the secondary market. Wow. Yes. Well, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at photos of the old distillers editions, and the bottles have gone through have definitely gone through, and the packaging oh, wow. uh, an image change, which is quite interesting. Because yeah. you would think that if they were doing a uh, doing it to be collectible, that they would keep that consistent. Want them all to be matched. Yeah, yeah. I do like this little mint green. And me too. Label. Absolutely. It's I think really I think well. it looks really good. So so what what's so what's the average price for this kind of bottle or for the for even for the latest distillers edition? Um, do we know? Roughly about eighty quid, is it? The latest one, the twenty twenty one bottling, uh is eighty nine ninety five. Yeah, okay. Um the previous year was ninety nine ninety five. So they are varying. They vary bits. obviously depending on what the, what they've taken from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Do we think that's good value for money, Nick? How much is how much is the the core range sixteen? Core range, I think, it's about, it's about 50, six, sixty quid. Isn't it's about it? sixty five quid, I think. Let me double check that, listeners. God, we're doing all the googling today. Yeah, I know. Uh, there we go. Uh, sixty nine quid. Sixty nine quid on. So on, we're talking an extra, yeah. maybe fifth, at least fifteen quid to an extra thirty quid. Okay, are we tasting that much difference? Because I like. Normal, the, the core range Lagavulin. Yeah, it's one of my favourites. So, and that's Absolutely. already one of the ones that I wouldn't buy regularly because of the cost. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it is over, the, just over what I would say. Uh, that's a, a daily whiskey. It's still a special treat at that price for 65 me. 65 quid is like my... Yeah. You know. Okay, well, that's my, on the shelf because I have that as a special treat. That's your weekend. Maybe have one dram, but if people are around, you pull it out. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. That's not a Monday after after work. No. Drive, unless you've had a really bad and day. Bad, yeah, yeah. But you've got others to cater to that yes. as well. Yeah, you just have a, an entire bottle of uh, so wine Mackay. Would I be <laughs> um, why would I spend another twenty quid, thirty quid for a variant of that? Well, this is a great gift for someone who likes Lagavulin. And I think I think that's it, isn't it's, it? It's that ooh. Yeah. I mean I'd be ooh for a regular sixteen, but uh ooh. 
Do you know what? Hello. I think that's right because I have bought this for a gift for someone who I know likes Lagavulin. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind spending that price for someone for someone who I know likes Lagavulin who's going to get that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. And when we got bought it, we both did the same. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, but I, I don't know if I'd buy this for myself at the same time. Does that make sense? Ex- absolutely. I wouldn't buy one now that I've had one. I'm really enjoying it and I love it. And I'm if someone else got you one, massive difference. you would still go, oh. <laughs> Yo, definitely. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would have to really have to earn this. But it is a special occasion whiskey, yeah. I reckon. Um, I like the fruity edge to it, for sure. Yeah, me too. I think it's uh, it just, yeah, it's nice. Good job. Good job, mm. Diageo. Yes. <laughs> oh, getting all kinds of things there. It is, isn't it? It's just really great. Mm. I think the grape, I mean, maybe that I've got, I called it as apricot, but I think they were going for grape. I think you could, you could claim either of those things. Yeah. I'm tasting it more as apricot, but I'm getting that, that fruity, summer fruity thing. It's just a lovely little drop. It's just lovely. Very, it's very, very lovely, lovely little drop. But anyway, if anyone else has had it, please let us know your thoughts. You're listening to whiskey and things. Nick. Dave. I have an update. Do you? Yes. Okay. I have a scented candle update for you. <laughs> oh, yes. So last night, a couple of weeks ago, you may remember that Nick, uh, for a Christmas present, has got me, what was it, whiskey, is it whiskey and water? Whiskey and water from Noble Isle, uh, Dufftown Distillery's Fine Fragrance Candles. Mm. It's apparently got some Balvenie in. And some Balvenie. And, uh, and some Balvenie. Mm. And some um, Balvenie. Balvenie. Mm. Uh, all of the above. Now, what's interesting about that is that we had it burning last night, didn't we? And it yeah. smelled really good, but neither of us thought it smelled of whiskey. Not really. No. But it was a beautiful smell. It was a beautiful smell. I'm not, it's a, yeah, it's one of those things. I'm sure it's in there, but yeah. you want the whiskey. Bit more prominent with your whiskey yeah. candles, don't you? Yeah. Right. So I've got an update. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My friend Hattie does scented candles, and she has made one that she claims is whiskey scented and it's being sent to me. See what I did there? Sent to me? No? Skip that. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Nice. Uh, it's in the post. I'm working on that. So yeah. next, our next episode, that? I may, I may have news about whiskey scented candles. Good news for our listeners. Look at that. That's the prototype coming. All, it's the, it's, it actually, he's actually called it the prototype. Wow. And it could be a thing. What's what I'm saying? Not gonna tell you. That's the thing. You don't want to waste. You you want the smells of whiskey. But you don't want to waste any whiskey in a candle. Mm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking here? I don't know how it works. I can ask the process, but I don't know how it works. You stick some real peat in it. Hmm. Because that would be a different. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with whiskey scented. I mean, whiskey could scented could mean a multitude of things. You could do. Because like a lot of whiskeys, uh, you got your vanillas, your caramels, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Oh. And that sounds delightful, right? Yeah. Mm. But if you just had a vanilla and caramel scented candle, you wouldn't think, oh, whiskey. Oh, whiskey. No. <laughs> so what is it yeah. that so gives it the whiskiness? Well, you see, we'll see, see, see if we, we'll get this right. If we do, I'll let you know. We'll see what happens. Whiskey scented candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know it's what everyone's been dying to hear about. Well, everyone just wants one next Christmas. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. I'm working on it, people. I'm trying to save you lots of research and scented candles. Boom. Hey everyone, our uh, 100th show's coming up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, very soon. Very soon. We are. We are. Well, firstly, if you'd like to become a patron, please go to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. If you are already a patron, or if you would like to be a patron, you can join us for our 100th show recording. We do it over Zoom. We have a dram. 
and um, I'm sending out drams to, you know, our patrons at the moment. So everyone will have the same one to have a little drink uh, along with. So our 100th show recording will take place on Monday, February 7th at 7pm. So the 7th of February on a Monday. Yeah. At 7pm. At 7pm. Lovely. Yes. Uh, we'll be sending out a Zoom link to our patrons, so watch out for that. And yeah, if you want to get involved, then uh, yeah, just uh, go to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things to sign up. Yeah. And um, if you do it soon, hopefully you'll be able, I'll be able to get a dram to you. Um, real soon. Real soon. Well, <laughs> be real soon. Yes. First class. Well, because this comes out on Wednesday, you'll yeah. then literally have a few days yes. to get it out. Yeah. So. I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real soon. Real soon. Real soon. Like, do it now. Do it now. Why are you still listening? Yeah, if you're Why listening you to listening? this on Wednesday, Thursday, you need to do it right now. Right Go to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. It's been a busy few Make weeks. Make our dreams come true. Thank you. Yes. Is that an S Club 7 song? Never had a dream come true. Well, if you want one, then sign, sign up. up. <laughs> Amazing. 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 Uh, Something like that. All right, cool. Should we call that a day for this week? Let's Nick? wrap it up. We've got a gig to go to. We do indeed. As in play, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, Lagavulin. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Lagavulin. Yeah. Um, Angels have had their share, mate. Peter Mackey. Peter Mackey had his. He definitely did. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks, for, coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. I can't. Yeah. Not sure we can keep maintaining that level of enthusiasm. <laughs> Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.